Hey guys, I don't know if you've thought about it before, but prayer is not a duty. Prayer is an adventure. And we're going to unpack exactly what that is for you today. Welcome to the God's Best for Your Life podcast with Greg and Sharon Fletcher. Well, welcome everyone. We really appreciate everyone coming in today. And uh, I know Sharon and I are, are just real excited about being here, being able to be with you, being able to do a podcast like this where we can put our thoughts down and reach out to you and share those with you. And it really is a, a great honor for us. And we really appreciate you uh, being a part of this uh, we also recommend, if you can, share this with other people because it's really going to make a difference. There's so much going on right now, and everybody's uh, struggling in, in ways we that are hard to know or hard to understand. But uh, prayer is absolutely one of the things that God has given to us as a benefit of our relationship with Jesus. And so today we're going to spend some time talking about prayer, and hopefully uh, you'll walk away from this conversation kind of supercharged with the idea that that you do have a prayer life, and it is a productive prayer life, and it is one that, that you could feel really good about. Yeah, you're right, Greg. I mean, so many times I think I've had conversations with other believers, and we've talked about, wouldn't it have been great to be on the earth when Jesus walked on the earth? Wouldn't it have been great to be part of seeing those miracles and those people set free? If we could have only been there. Yes, if we could have only been there. Yeah. And and how amazing that must have been for those disciples. But I want to challenge you today, and God is, as God is challenging me, to realize that God wants to do even greater things, it says, through us now. That Jesus is up in the up in heaven yeah, with God. That was just the beginning. Then that was the beginning, and what we're walking, what we're supposed to be walking in now, what He's given us to walk in now, is even bigger. It's the greater and more powerful mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, than than what He. It says greater things than what He did. Would we do? Well, we're we're so used to being voyeurs of great things, like so. That's why we go to movies. Sure, right. We we see these epic, grand movies, and they're like, "Wow, how special was it that those people got to participate in that?" And I just sit here eating popcorn, right? Yeah, <laughs> feeling like we're on the sidelines. When, when the when the truth is, is no. God wants us to be a part of all those things, mm-hmm. and prayer is a way that we can and should be a part of those things. Yeah, I mean, I we so much we um, underestimate the power. Yeah, we sell that's it short. Yeah, to us. Well, and I think Spirit. we have a tendency to be a little more temporal or. Um, uh, emotional or, 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 or in the flesh about things. And as a supernatural being now mm-hmm. that we're, that we're, as we're born again, we become a supernatural being. Uh, we need to understand that, that God's ways are, are the better ways. And we need to understand the ways that he wants us to yes. engage with and him. who we are now. Yeah, and prayer, Absolutely. I would say prayer is probably at the top of that list. Yeah. So let's talk about what yeah. prayer is. Well, the, I think there's so many ways to approach that. But I mean, as we look in scripture, you know, Jesus, it said that like Jesus would steal away and go pray. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know that he was very practical mm-hmm. and I bet you he just kind of walked around, you know, he went out there where, where there were no people, no distractions. And so that, that his, his mind and, and everything could focus on the conversation of him talking to his father. Yeah. He didn't have to worry about his cell phone bothering him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think sometimes too, we, we when we come into our quote unquote prayer closet, we can come in with these ideas that prayer is supposed to look a certain way because mm-hmm. that's the way it was in our liturgical background mm-hmm. or 
that prayer is supposed to be some, it was supposed to be painful. It's supposed to be yeah. hard. Yeah. That you're supposed to be repetitive. You're supposed to be like on your knees on on yes, concrete. Yes, and, 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 and if, if you're not the more bo- uncomfortable, the yeah, more holy exactly, you are. Yeah, you yeah. know. But honestly, um, prayer is a conversation. You know, and there's two sides of every conversation. Um, and so when we pray, it's a back and forth, and we we share with the Lord things that are important to us, and as we listen to Him. He shares with us things that are important to him. Well, it's just like our conversation right now. You and I are conversing and going back and forth. God wants that level of intimacy with his children. Yeah. And it's not a, the Lord just do this and do that and, and verily unto thou and whatever. It, it Don't do that. Uh, instead, talk to him like you would talk to your dad. You know, talk to him as though you were walking with your best friend because yeah. that's who he is. Yeah, absolutely. And listening to God is... Uh, is important. And, and we find out what is important to him. And when we get those things downloaded into our hearts, when he says, Hey, um, this is the situation that's going on with your cousin or your brother or whatever. When he brings those up to your mind, he's wanting you to pray about it. And he's wanting you to, to, um, agree with his, with him and his word on those things so that, so that change can be made in, in the earth. Yeah. You know, so that's that's his part of our conversation. Sometimes is him sharing things with us, and well, we should and we should expect that. Mm-hmm. We should expect sure. that he would share something. So when you get, when you begin your 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 moment with God, your prayer, which could be only thirty seconds, by the way, you need to expect that he will be talking. Yeah, and that you can hear. <laughs> yeah, you know, which means you kind of have to stop talking. Yeah, you need to listen, <laughs> to and it's okay to sit there and be quiet. Yeah, you know, you don't have to fill all the space. That's true. And um, a side note is that sometimes as you're having these intimate moments with the Lord, and I believe you're going to have some more this week um, because you've listened to this and that God's going to give you opportunity to Mm -hmm. walk in what we're talking about. But as you're listening to that, the Lord may start revealing to you some things about situations and maybe the background that's going on that you didn't know about. And God's not telling you that. Uh, I want to warn you, that's God's not telling you that so that you can be prideful. Or that you can think, well, I don't have to just struggle with that, or, or isn't my life so much better, or to gossip about them or whatever. But he's telling you that because he wants you to pray. You know, and a lot of times, there I can't tell you how many times people will interpret what the Lord is sharing with them, and he wants them to pray about something, but they they go, oh, God must want me to fix it. Or to talk about it. Yeah. But I mean, but and their, and their motives are perfectly, you know, noble to want to try to help these yeah. situations, but that's not... You know, first you you pray, yeah. and then if God says now I want you to go do, yeah, and again we're do that. we're temporal, right? And so we have a tendency to lean on our understanding, and when these opportunities come to us, we sometimes we like well I need to call someone and talk to them about this, or 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 I'll I'll feel like I understand it, and so I know what that's all about, and get have an opinion about it when really God's just wanting you to bring it to Him. Yeah, and and a lot of people think, well, what good does that do? Right then, you really don't understand exactly. <laughs> That's what you well, think. But, well, if you if you believe that prayer is um, uh, valuable on a scale like if it's a one out of ten for you, you don't understand prayer. It's not a counseling session. Yeah. Oh, and it's not like the bare minimum that you can do. It's actually the most that this the most damage and 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 uh, valuable thing that you can do in that situation. When I mean damage, I mean like lay waste to a negative scenario. Yeah. So, if you really want to be a powerful Christian, you have to have a powerful prayer life. Again, and we're not talking from a religious perspective. 
but it could be as simple as God, please help that person to, to, to heal all right? yeah. or, or to, to grow and Lord protect them from the enemy. It could be that simple and, and that could make a huge difference in the spiritual realm for them. Now, now we're, I want to talk a little bit about, um, Jesus taught us how to pray. The disciples came to him and said, Hey, teach us how to pray. We don't know what we're doing because they saw him having this dynamic relationship with God and saw the power that was downloaded into him through that relationship. And they said, Hey, that looks great. What do I have to do? And something that the Lord prayed, um, in Matthew six ten in the Lord's prayer was thy will be done. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And I want to point out that he would not have asked us to pray that if that was automatic. There would be, have been no point for us to ask God for his will if everything that happens around us is God's will. So that's why you get to partner with the Holy Spirit, get to partner with the living God that created heaven and earth to change your circumstances and to change this world to look like his kingdom. So a great question that comes up that I find very interesting is then why would God ask us to pray, right? If God's sovereign over everything, then why did he ask us to pray? And it's because he, when, when he gave dominion over the earth to Adam and Eve, and then they sinned and gave that dominion over to the enemy, then we get saved. That dominion becomes back to us. And now we're back to the original thing where God's wanting to work through us Mm -hmm. to the dominion of the earth. Yeah. And so that's why he has to ask us to pray because God wants to work with us to do those things. Yeah. Yeah, there's a uh there, there there's a, a legality to it and a and a permission so to speak. Um just like God's will is for everyone to become saved, but we have to choose. It's, it's the same thing. So, uh just like God's not going to go above someone else's free will to, to choose Christ or not. He's not going to go above um, our free will and enter intercede for some a situation if we don't ask him. Yeah. So, and, and, and so that's, that's why it, it, you're not a victim in this. You're a, you're a partner. You're, you're in a powerful relationship with God. And so your prayers matter. Oh my word. Yes. Oh, they matter so much. Yeah. I mean, God doesn't bring these situations up to you. To make you feel defeated. Yeah, the enemy wants you to believe that your prayers don't matter, that that they aren't effective, and they're not effectual. So let let's talk about how do we pray effectively. All right. Well, some of the, one of the first things that Greg and I do, and we've learned this from Jermaine Copeland's books, "Prayers That Avail Much." Oh, yes. Many many years ago, was when we pray, we are specific and we try to agree with God for His will to be done in any situation. So uh, James one seventeen says that every good thing and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. So when a situation comes along, you hold it up to the to these two um, characteristics. Is it a good thing or is it a perfect gift? And if it's not one of those two things, it's not from God and it's not God's will. Exactly. And then, the, and then that kind of tees you up to, um, and to use a golf term, it tees you up to, to know that you've got work to do. That, yeah. that your prayers are needed in this scenario. Yeah. And so then you do the next step and you decide to agree with God's word. So you find out what God's word says about that particular situation, whether it's a sickness, whether it's a wayward child, whether it's a financial need, whether it's um, wisdom for a move, whether it's wisdom for how to lead a company, you know, mm-hmm. any, any area of your life that you need wisdom or help. 
God has an answer for you in Absolutely. his word. Yes. So uh, that's one reason we use prayers that avail much, um, because at the end of each prayer, it has a whole list of scriptures that go along with that topic. Yeah. And if you don't have a copy of prayers that avail much, we recommend that you get one. But let's say you're in need right now and you don't have time to wait for Amazon to give you one. Uh, you can go to prayers.org. Uh, and she has a lot of those prayers listed up there. There's actually even a search engine where you can search for one based on a topic, and we recommend you go check that out. Yeah, so, so and once you've, once you've figured out what God's character is like, good and perfect, and once you find out what God's will is for that situation, then you have confidence. And 1 John 5, 14 through 15 tells us that this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked of him. I feel like one of the most important words in there is we know. Yeah. That that really is, after it says whatever we ask, we know. And yeah. that confidence before God, God's trying to infuse in us with this, mm. with this section of scripture here, that we have the confidence to know that when we pray, that we can know that we have what we have asked of him. And that's his idea, not ours. This is not like Greg and Sharon says that prayer is okay. That No, this is God saying prayer is essential, and I want you to be confident in your prayers. You know, and and and, and I I've, I love watching all the superhero movies. You know, it's just something about us that goes, yeah, the overcomers. Yes. But you know what? That's who we are in the Spirit when we pray. Yes. As believers, we're taking out the sword of the Spirit, and we're slicing those those lies down. We are blowing up those strongholds of the enemy. We are coming against those um, lies and that 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 oppression of of the of the world system and the and the evil that's going on. And we're actually blowing these things up. And and I I mean I'm excited when we get to heaven. We'll actually be able to see in the spirit what was going on. Yeah. You know, in what, our what in the was natural. Accomplished. Yes, in the natural, mm-hmm. we'll just see ourselves in prayer, yeah. maybe on our nights. It'll be like watching one of those movies. It you will. Know? And you can fast forward through it. And, and <laughs> you can rewind skip over it. the parts. Yeah. Rewatch exactly. the ones you really it will, liked. It will be like that, you know, because yeah. God, God's writing that all down in his big book. Oh, it'll, be, it'll be amazing, you it know, really and we'll be able to see how God... Um, interceded in those situations because we we were we were faithful to partner and 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 give him our lips to to ask for what he wanted in his in uh, in these situations. So um, and the last thing we want to bring about or want to talk about about how to how to um, pray effectively is just kind of what you were talking about. We know and that's to apply faith. Yes, you know. So James five. Or James 1, 5 through 8 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that person ought not to expect that he will, re- he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. I like the very section at the beginning where it says... Um... Uh, and it will be given to him, right? And and again, where he's reinforcing in us the idea that we can believe and trust that he will do what he says he will do, and that is the basic that is the basic definition of faith. Yeah.
So let's talk a little bit about um, how many times should we pray about something? You know, so there's there's different ideas. Should we just pray once and then forget about it? Or should we keep reminding God about it? And there's, and there's scripture for both. So um, I think, I think it's, it's worth talking a little bit about that here. And um, I think the thing that we wanted to, to, to encourage you with is that once you know God's will, that you pray it and agree with it in your heart. And then you're going to need to readdress it as needed when you get back into worry or concern, or you drift away from, um, or, or your thinking kind of drifts away from what God's, God's image and God's will is on the situation. So you keep readdressing it as many times as you need to until that fight of faith is over, until you have that, until you have it in faith, even if you don't have it in your hand. So how is that different than praying for something over and over and over? Well, I, I think it's kind of readdressing what are you believing for? If you have empty words that you don't believe, those are idle words. Those are powerless words. But if you speak God's word over the situation and you let that, those words become real to you and you let your imagination hang on to those things and start imagining what God has promised to you in his word, then that becomes powerful. And that is the faith that turns into reality. So, but you do have to make an effort there. And when you find yourself saying things that are contrary to what you're believing for and what you've prayed for, what that is an indication of is that you don't believe it yet. Yeah. And then you, and you've lost sight of the fact that you are, have you've asked and that God has heard you a lot of the points that we've already talked about so far mm-hmm. and that, that he will, he will reward you in that regard. So as soon as you say something like, oh, wow, I, I, I've been asking God for wisdom, but then I just said, I'm foolish and I make a bunch of mistakes. Or I don't know what to do. Or I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, so what, when you're, when what's coming out of your mouth is contrary to what the word of God says, that means there's a little more work there. So, so for an example like that, if you were saying, if you were praying for wisdom, let's say God had uh, elevated you where you're uh, needing to be uh, a leader in a scenario and you pray and ask God for wisdom. Then from that point forward, if you reach a scenario where let's say you don't know what to do about something, you would, instead of saying, well, I just don't know what to do and be frustrated. You would instead go, God is still downloading wisdom into me. Yeah. Say, well, I don't, I don't, I don't understand fully the next steps right now, but I will. So why is it so important that we control our mouths in that regard? I mean, I, I was raised that it didn't really matter what you say. Why is that so such a big deal? Well, because that's kind of what we were talking about earlier, the permission situation. Now, your mouth is, is the authority for your life. Um, James tells us that, that just like a bridle directs the whole horse and the rudder directs the boat, your tongue directs your life. And if you want your life to look the way God wants it to look, your mouth has to say the things that God wants to see in your life. And, and where you're contrary to what God says, you're basically cutting off your life from the flow of his grace to make those things happen. Well, and, and also you got to think about it. Uh, the, the scripture tells us that out of the heart, the, the mouth speaks. And so really it might be revealing a deeper thing. Yeah. Maybe you don't believe what you prayed for. Yeah, exactly. And which means, which is, there's no condemnation for you. That no. just means there's some work there. Yeah, you need to back up a little bit. You need to back up, <laughs> get into the scripture and, and make peace with the idea that when you pray, if you don't doubt and you have faith that you'll have what you ask. Now, so let's let's go towards I can just hear the I can hear the jeers from the from from the side of the people who who go like, "Well, you can't have just everything you want. You know, what if you pray for a Ferrari?" 
what what is all that you know what, what how would we respond to that that feedback well i think that we could contemplate the idea that obviously god is a loving and a loving father who is not interested in giving us something that's going to hurt us or to distract us or or be a negative in our lives but let's so maybe praying for ferrari wouldn't be a good idea but maybe praying if if you're suffering and you don't have a car and you need a car uh, I can honestly tell you that that God cares about that because he has given us a car before. Where There have been times where we prayed, we didn't have a car, we needed a second car. And no uh, money. And no money. <laughs> and then uh, God uh, met that need. And so I, I know that I know that already my, my, my loving Heavenly Father uh, uh, appreciates the needs that we have, especially when it concerns uh, the, the raising of a family or meeting your needs and, and, and those kinds of things. Now, if I went to him and said, God, I really need a Ferrari, you know, he might go, really? Why, why do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't have scripture for a Ferrari, yeah. I think you're good. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure right? that's not in there. So <laughs> again, well, again, remember his character is rock solid and he doesn't look at you with, with scrutiny anymore. He looks at you under the, under the lens of grace. And so uh, a loving heavenly father wouldn't give uh, their kids a Ferrari like that. He would, he would say, well, how about if I, we make sure that you have what you need yeah. so that you can do what I want you to do. So every time that you have to readdress this, it's a chance for you to continue that fight of faith that Paul talks about in 1 Timothy 6.12. It says, for the good fight of faith, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So he's, so Paul's reminding Timothy here that there is a fight that, that goes along with his faith. And that's about holding on to the promises of God, holding on to the eternal and what God says is important and what God's will is, as opposed to what you're seeing, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, that those are all subject to change, but God's word remains forever. And that has the, the challenge therein is your character as a believer. That's really the big deal with that. Because if it's really gonna it's really gonna push you to the to the moment where you're gonna have to really think about what you believe, and and how you're going to 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 act as a person uh, who is as a believer, and and because if you don't know who you are and you don't know who God is, uh, your prayers are really not going to be very um, efficient or effective. They're, and there's no condemnation in that. No, but that's where you maybe need to start. Well, again, if you don't know that you can trust the Lord, and if you don't know that He's gonna He's gonna keep you from praying for a Ferrari, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like He's gonna help you. He's gonna He's gonna download His values into you, and after a while, you can get in, in sync with Him and His values. Then these things really aren't an issue. The, the these these concerns uh, that you know that you can't pray and and believe God for whatever that is. It, it, those, that's where it all starts to kind of fall apart and you don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. But uh, God is very much interested in teaching you what's important to him and then, uh, and then responding to your prayers as you agree with that. Yeah. And, and I think so many times we underestimate how much power that God wants us to walk in. God wants your words to change this planet. God wants your, your faith and, and uh, your understanding of his will to affect the lives of the people around you in a positive way. I mean, Jesus told us to pray, God's will be done. God's kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, so, and Jesus was talking about talking to God about these things. So he's saying, you know, when you see a situation and you know that that's not God's will, that you get to pray, your will be done, Lord, 
Let your will be done in this yeah. situation. Let your kingdom come, which means God's reign, God's righteousness, God's way of doing and being right mm-hmm. in that situation. Let let the scales fall off of the eyes of the unbelievers. Let that let the ears open so that they can hear the good things and the kindness and the love of the Lord in their lives. You know that that and that's how we should be praying. And then not only praying that, but expecting to yes. see those things. Yes, that's the faith. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're not going to expect that you're going to see what you're praying. You are wasting your time. So back to that idea of, of being repetitive in your prayers or, or feeling like you need to, to pray about something all the time, especially when you don't, let's say you're not seeing it move in the natural. It, is it, it's not the repetition that causes God to move. It's, it's, it's really you understanding that what you're doing by, maybe you're praying about something over and over, but that's because you're still working it out in your head. Mm-hmm. But you're God, working your faith. Mm-hmm. You're 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 sifting out uh, understanding, or maybe you're growing in your understanding of of what God responds to. And again, God's going to be working on you. Prayers is mostly about you, uh, and and uh, and less about the scenario that you're praying for. Well, and and God's working on 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 every. You know, He's so smart; He can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> Multitasking. <laughs> he can teach us and help us to grow in faith and answer these prayers at the, at the perfect time mm-hmm. in the perfect way, you know. And that's where we get we get faith, and that's where we get understanding, and, and we grow. And during these hard seasons where we do need to pray and we do need to 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 press into what is God's will, we really get to to understand God's character. I mean, that's that. Those are t- those are the times when the intimacy with the Father really shines. Yeah. Because we're st- we're trying to. Um, pray in faith, but if you've ever tried to pray in faith, but you don't know what God's will is on something, it's impossible. Yeah. You know, even if God's word says that healing is for you, if you don't believe that or you don't know that in the word, the faith isn't there. It's hope, which is good, and that's a good beginning. But faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So hope is the first step. Yes, you have to have hope. That, well, maybe this isn't the end of my life. Oh, I can tell you any times I've been uh, in despairing over something, and then I had to just get up and say, well, I have to start believing that God can meet this need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? And then that's what, and you don't stop there. You go, okay, well, what does God's word say? What yeah. does God say about that, that? That's the next step. Yeah. And then you go, okay, let's find out. And there are plenty of books out there. Um, regarding these topics, like Greg was mentioning, there's prayers.org that you can go over this topic and look it up and find out what does God's word say about it. Uh, but there are, there are, um, uh, opportunities for you to grow in this. And yeah. that's what God wants this for. That's what God wants for you through this. Yeah. So as we're continuing to grow in our faith, our speech should change and start agreeing with God's will concerning these issues. And, um, in fact, that'll be a good way to know if you're growing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And it changes your your understanding, and it changes how you look at the situation. And that that is that's exactly right. It's a great way of knowing. Okay, these are these are where I'm growing. This is where I need. And if well, we're, where our mouth isn't in line with God's word, we know there's a little bit more work. Yeah, and 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 the you know back in James one where it says, but but he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. The sea and the wind represent the natural forces and reasonings of this world. In other words, like the the circumstances, uh, you know. And, and we shouldn't be surprised when we start praying for something that we receive some pushback. 
that we receive uh, some negative uh, uh, some negative circumstances uh, because the enemy obviously doesn't want you to either receive what God wants for you or for you to get out of whatever scenario you need to get out of. Uh, he's very much into our captivity and, and, and our and our uh, subduement. But uh, the good news is, is God has given us the, the, the victory, and God wants to meet that need. But too many times people interpret negative circumstances as that they've chosen to do the wrong thing. Or that I, God's telling them no. Yeah, and I am going to tell you right now, that is not the case. It means that you have whacked the hornet's nest. That's the way I like to put it. <laughs> that you have whacked the hornet's nest, and you now have the enemy's attention. And so you should be emboldened by that. When negative circumstances start after you stand in faith on something, it just means that you have struck close to a nerve with the enemy. And that means that you are in the right place. And you need to lean into it, not lean away from it. In fact, you can go, God, I thank you that you caused me to victorious in all these things. Romans eight twenty eight that you're going to work all these things out for my good. And you can become bolder in your prayer life because of that. Yeah. Not shrink back because you think there's a problem. Yeah. There is not a problem. I remember a long time ago, Sharon and I being uh, in a church service and the, and the the pastor was teaching on that. We didn't really have a problem. And he, what he was trying to do is he was trying to, he was trying to break through our men, our mental strongholds to help us understand that, uh, that the, the troubles that come in this world are, are only temporary and they are very, very pathetic in the presence of our God. Yeah. And we needed to have that mental ascent, that that emotional traction uh, to know that 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 no matter what happens, our God will be with us and help us to be victorious. And when you can when you can adopt that and you can start making that the default, man, you're gonna change and you're gonna become a very powerful person. And, and your prayer life is never going to be the same. I mean, I can't, I mean, there are seasons when you just can't wait to get up and pray because you're going to change the world. Yeah. You're going to expect. You're, you're, you know that when you pray it, things, things change. Yeah. And then what will happen is as you encounter negative scenarios, you'll rise up almost instantly. You're like, well, that ain't that good. We got to do something about that. That's and, not God's will. And you'll start praying. I mean, you'll be in the middle of Walmart and you'll meet somebody who says, uh, you know, my husband just got a diagnosis with cancer and you're gonna be like, well, that's not all right. We got to do something about that. Yeah. And you'll find yourself praying in the middle of Walmart. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's just, that is exactly the life that God wants you to live. He wants you to be powerful. He wants you to have that supernatural gusto of understanding of who he is and what Jesus did on the cross and, and what he, and that he wants to work through us and change the world. And it, that is what prayer really helps you accomplish. Absolutely. And, and I just keep going back to the question you know, knowing this, the present state of this world, if we're not going to walk in this now, then when? Yeah. I mean, that's such a great point. Yeah. I mean, if we, if, if we can't, if we can't uh, expect God to show up right now, you know, then we're sunk. Um, it's not going to do us any good to have that abundant life in heaven. There's not a single person on earth that would be saved by the victory that you get in heaven. Yeah. But right now, they need to see that victory. Yeah. Right now, the they need, need to see the, the glory. The need has never been greater in our lifetime. Right now, they need to see the glory and the goodness of God yeah. on this earth. And, and 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 God wants believers to to know that and expect that they are conduits for His power through prayer and through and through faith, and and so that's what we're talking about today.
So Sharon, are there any testimonies? I mean, testimonies are always great for building people's faith to to trust God. And we're going to have a lot of people who are listening to this who maybe have never stepped out and 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 gotten this bold about their prayer life. And so they're gonna they're gonna be taking it for a spin, right? And so, uh, are there any are there any testimonies that you'd like to share that might be encouragement to somebody? I guess the first time that I ventured into prayer about. Um, about healing was when we were pregnant with our daughter, um, who she's our, she was our second child. And I was about six to eight weeks pregnant or so. And I started having, um, some bleeding. If you've ever been around pregnancy or anything like that, you know, that's not good. So the doctor, um, diagnosed and did an ultrasound and whatever. And I had a placenta previa issue, which meant that it was, there were some mal- malformations in there and there were some, some issues. And, um, and so we were just learning about how to walk in faith. And so I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to believe God because the, uh, the only other option is not acceptable, <laughs> you know, for me, for me. And so we just started believing God for health and for healing. And, um, and God met us where we were and, um, she was, we were completely healed in that situation. And then I went back for, um, at a seventh month, um, ultrasound and they said it was completely healed and it was gone. And the nurse, the nurses that, that had done the, the second ultrasound, I, I remember the look on her face because I was telling her, God healed me of this. Um, it's a, it's a, it's, it was the Lord that healed my body because of what Jesus did. And she just looked at me like she just, it, it did not com- compute. She, it, it, it was weird. It went beyond her understanding. It went beyond her understanding, mm-hmm. which is the goodness of God, yeah. you know? And it, and it produced glory and praise in our lives and in in Hannah's life. And, and then another situation um, about financial uh, things is when we were believing for our first house, you know, while I was pregnant with Hannah, we were still, you know, learning about these things and we were having my sister move in with us and we already had a one, a one year old and I was pregnant with our second. And we were in a little teeny apartment and all uh, three adults and about to be two babies in a a little apartment was a little bit much. And so I was like, well, Lord, I'm just going to, I'm going to take this for a spin and I'm going to believe your word. And here's what your Bible, the word says about these things that you meet all my needs according to your riches and glory. And I need another room for another baby. And my sister needs a room because she's sleeping on the couch. And so we just believe God for a home, you know, and, and we, now we, we had zero down payment. We had yeah, zero yeah, we saving. Were, we were very poor, very poor. We were, we were living month to month and the month was longer than the paycheck yeah. every time, you know? So it was, it was extremely audacious for me to even go there. But you know what? God was like, you know, I can I can work with this, and and we just did the same thing. We had a, a dry erase board that I still have pictures of, and we had these things written down on the dry erase board, and we had scriptures that that went along with it, and we were just na- naive enough, just young enough in the Lord. He, just he gave to us just it. enough to yeah. latch on to where we did it, and He responded. Yeah, and and we got this amazing house, and it surprised everybody. Yeah, I mean. I even mean, the even the realtor was yes. like, "Whoa!" <laughs> it was it was surprising, yeah. you know. So these are all just amazing testimonies. Um, you have one about praying for. Well, well, I in the beginning of my relationship with Jesus, I mean, I was like two weeks old in the Lord, and he, I was praying when, and he showed me, you know, the value of a godly wife. And you know, I was probably twenty two, twenty one, and he showed me how valuable a godly wife would be. And at the end of it, I prayed. I said, "Well, God, I want that." 
And two weeks later, I meet Sharon. And and and, and I knew it was her, right? I, I just knew it. He, he told me, there she is. And I was like, wow. You know? <laughs> that was quick. It's exactly. not always that quick. No, it's not always that quick. But that has more to do with you than God. And so, but he, he knew that I needed her at that moment. And... Um, and uh, she's been wonderful. We've been married almost thirty years. So yeah, it's, I know. it's, it's crazy. God's good. I, and you know, we could t- we could sit here and bore you silly with a lot of uh, testimonies, but we just want to encourage you that God wants to give you your testimony. He yes. wants He wants to give you uh, stories to tell others that will encourage them to pray. And so we we do we encourage you to pray. We encourage you to to take off all the rules. Right. And, and, and get rid of all the reasons why not to. And, you know, uh, it doesn't matter where you are. You could be driving down the street. You could be in the shower. You could be uh, standing in your backyard. Uh, you could be waiting for a bus. You could be anywhere. You could be you could be standing in line at Walmart with your mask on. That's the great thing about the masks. You can pray and nobody knows, <laughs> you know, and so you, you, know, you, you could <laughs> take advantage of every opportunity. Don't be religious about it. Be free in Christ about it. Yeah. And, and we just encourage you to pray. We can pray or find find uh, prayers that you can find uh, scriptures. To, yeah. Find in prayers that go to prayers dot org. Get a prayers that have much book. Uh, find scriptures. In fact, as you read through scripture, God will show you little facts about things that you can trust. Uh, it, when, whenever you see it, it says God is this way or the kingdom of God is this way. Those are facts that you can suck to you incorporate into your verbiage when you're praying, you know? And so uh, even if you want to take the Lord's prayer and, and reverse engineer it into your prayer life, God, I thank you that you told me that I could pray and that I could pray that your kingdom would come on the earth as it is in heaven. You know, things like that. You can start to work that into your vernacular. And what you're doing is you're training your body, you're training your mind to agree with what God says. And so that powerful. is powerful. And, and, we, and, and it does make you effective in your prayer life. And so uh, I don't know what else we could possibly say right now to encourage you, but just get out there and get with it and, and expect God to show up. And I want to hear your testimonies. I want to hear what, what you, you said when you say, you know what? I tried this. It was amazing. I, I went and found scriptures and, and I decided I was going to believe God's report over these other reports that I'm getting, or I'm going to believe God's report over my needs or what, what, what's been said about me or to me. I'm going to believe what God says about me. And that's faith. Yes. And that moves mountains. Yes. It says, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, so it doesn't have to be huge faith. It can just be just, just, just enough to go, well, you know what? I'm just going to step out this one time and let God be God. And he will. He will. He won't. He won't disappoint no, you. No, he will not. He will not disappoint you. Hey, well, we hope this episode has been encouraging to you. I know I'm encouraged, and uh, we ask Lord that you would just bless these people, help them to know how to pray, and that they would be bold in their prayers and to learn how to trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, just like that, that little bit, that's plenty, and God will respond. He will show you. Uh, if you can share this podcast with your friends and those that are in need there, I guarantee you there are people who need to hear this, that God is going to bring to you, share it with them. And also, if you could, if you want to go and, and rate our podcast in the podcast store of your, of, of your device, uh, that would be really great. Also know that we have a great website, gods-best.com that has blogs on this topic and others. Uh, we also have a bookstore where you could look at, at the, at the books and resources that we have there. Uh, they will be a great blessing to you. We know that. And, uh, we just know that, uh, we're here to help you find God's best for your life. I'm Greg, and this is Sharon, and, uh, we know that you can have it and we're here to help.